0: Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of I Could Go On, the podcast where people go on and on and on and on about their favorite things, special interests, and just generally things they know a lot about and like to talk about. since this is our very first ever episode, I figured I should begin with going on about myself, your host, Caroline Herriter. I am a senior at Columbia College, Chicago, and I have ADHD. Now, ADHD has its downsides, which we all know about, but it also has its upsides. One of them being, I pick up a lot of information about things that other people might not necessarily find important, and yet I love that I know all these weird things about weird stuff that other people don't tend to care about, and I love when I get the chance to talk about those things, and so I created this podcast as a space for other neurodivergent people or just people with special interests to go on and on and on and on about those special interests there's never really a platform to talk about the random things that you love to talk about. And so I hope that this podcast can be a platform for people to talk about the random things that they love to talk about. And I hope you all will love to listen. Anyway, that's enough about me. Let's get into it. Today's guest is my very good friend and Columbia alum, Miranda freaking Hunter. Miranda and I talked for an hour and a half about the wonderful world of Degrassi High, specifically the next generation. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it and get to know just how much Miranda knows about this Canadian teenage soap opera. Before we get into it, I would like to give just a little trigger warning as Degrassi covers a lot of topics and these topics are going to be discussed in today's podcast. This includes mentions of self-harm and death and other things some listeners might find triggering or just generally disturbing. I have done my best to edit out triggering words, however, to edit out the topics as a whole I felt wouldn't be true to discussing the show Degrassi. I'm really excited for you to listen to it, but please do be advised. Alright now with all the formalities out of the way, let's see if Miranda really can go on about Degrassi. (laughs) <laughs>
1: sorry let me info dump <laughs> of yeah, degrassi it,
0: this this podcast is for info, info dumping. dumping i know nothing about degrassi great other than it's canadian drake was on it drake wasn't there's, there's degrassi and then degrassi next generation okay
1: let me okay so yeah, it started off with like degrassi kids on the block which i actually haven't seen i haven't seen the original stuff so it was like a like a mini series i think created for like kids in school. And it was Degrassi, which was like the first original was like just like a group of kids in middle school. But the the one I'm really into is Degrassi Next Generation, which started in 2000. And it had some of the characters from Degrassi. One of them got pregnant. And so the main character it follows uh, is her daughter. And she's starting the seventh grade, because that's when middle school starts in Canada. Yeah. And her name's Emma Nelson. She's super f***ing nosy. She's in everyone's business all the time. She's a vegetarian. That's, like, her whole deal. Is like, she loves the planet and getting in people's business. And so the pilot episode, they establish, like, four leads. And it's her, a boy named JT, who dies. Spoilers. You would, If you watched Degrassi, you would love JT. You would. You, Caroline. Oh, not the viewer. <laughs> Um, and, it, like, there's, like, there's a whole, like, storyline where he sees another boy's penis in the locker room and gets, like, super, like, insecure about it and buys a penis pump. But he's, like, 12. And so everyone's, like, why did you do that? That's so dumb. And he's, like, oh, I just, like, I felt insecure. And they're, like, why? You're 12. Okay, wait. So I got to make sure I get them all. So there's JT and Emma. And then her best friend, Manny Santos, who's a baddie and uh, Toby Isaacs who he starts off as like a main character and like his older stepsister in him are like the the two are two leads of the show because there's a ton of leads it's an ensemble cast yeah. but a few seasons and they sort of start to like make his role get smaller and make him more creepy yeah. I always thought he was like a weird little dude but other people think he was creepy in later seasons I thought they just didn't give him enough
0: I thought it was like
1: a high school but they're all
0: in what eighth Eighth grade? Eighth
1: it starts off grade. in the seventh grade. It starts off like season one, seventh grade. And then um, they do eighth grade. And they're like, didn't you hear? They're combining. And so, like, the, the kids, because when it start, there's, like, a group of kids in eighth grade and a group of kids in seventh grade. And they're the mm-hmm. two main kids. And then once the kids in the eighth grade go to high school, they still want to focus on them. And then it just focused on those group of kids until they graduate.
0: And then more, like, students would leave as more exit. Can you give, like, a basic summary of the show like what is it i've never seen it i mean now i feel like i've seen it right
1: right right. well it's a it's a canadian uh ensemble teen television show so there's like every episode has like five plot lines going on at the same time of different characters there's so much to follow the next generation is the one that we've been talking about that's the one i probably know like that's the one i care about the most and then there's also next class which only has like four seasons i think four or five and it's on netflix Mm. and it's 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 not my favorite it's not my favorite, but I like some aspects of it. Like, some characters I liked from Next Gen were in it. Um, and then I liked some of the new characters. And then they, like, uh, honestly, would it was pretty... They were one of the first to do this in, like, 2015, 2016. Which isn't, like, a, like, huge, but, like, they had a non-binary character who, like, started off identifying as she, her, and then, like, found herself.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Or found
1: themselves. <laughs> um, and I thought that was, like, a really interesting, like, plot line because... Not only did they explore being accepted, like, oh, you're accepted. But they also, like, explored, like, the people who don't get it. They had a boyfriend at the time. So the boyfriend's like, well, I'm not gay. And they're like, well, I'm not a man. But also, I'm not a woman either. I honestly wish the show was renewed so that there was more time Mm -hmm. to talk about it. But unfortunately, they came out in, like, the last season of the Netflix era. So you didn't get to find anything more out about them. (laughs) the Netflix also dealt the Netflix iteration dealt with race a lot more than the next gen did, which was like the, the teen Nick iteration Mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever channel. But, um, they dealt with race a lot more in like the next class, which was probably because, uh, at that point, because it was to a more American audience when they were playing it in Netflix and in America during like, uh, 2014 through 2018. Um, the, the, it was mostly towards immigrants so that... i can't
0: imagine how they like handle such <laughs> like intense subject matter to, it, it was like, super do they do intense well, or... they did
1: i mean out of all the teen shows i've seen degrassi probably handles themes of like suicide like probably the best out of any teen show i've ever seen um and i can talk about uh the suicide the because they do have a suicide plot line and i can talk about that later because i think that's probably
0: one of the most well-done Bloodlines yeah. in all of television so what what like drew you to degrassi where does this love for the show
1: my love for come degrassi from started on youtube well it started started when i was like nine years old so my we went to go visit my parents for thank, my grandparents for thanksgiving and in the room my brother and i stayed in we were watching teen nick they got teen nick and we didn't get teen nick that stuff costs money that is you know, yeah. that is a different a, text like, bracket than my parents were in.
0: That is a cable package. That a cable That's pack. not just the basic...
1: So I watched, like, a ton of grassy. So I don't really remember the episodes I watched. The only thing I really remembered about it was the Shark in the Water promo, which is iconic. That promo <laughs> played like a bunch. It was like 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I was in the fourth grade, and... When I got a little older, all the episodes were on YouTube. And so Mm -hmm. just like before school, while I was getting ready or just doing whatever, I would watch Degrassi. And I started with some of the later seasons Mm -hmm. because I wanted to watch the stuff that was out when I was a kid. Um, And then last summer, I was working at a daycare and I was like, I got to start from the beginning. I got to watch it all. So I start from the very beginning over the summer, season one, watch it all through the summer and through the fall. And I think I finish the end of Christmas time, because I watched from season, it's 14 seasons, yeah. and then five more on Netflix, so I watched all 14 plus the five more, um, and mm-hmm. I also had to, like, take a, like, after I finished the first eight seasons, I took, like, a little break, yeah, and watched all of
0: Malcolm in the Middle, okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love for, like, Malcolm the f- in the Middle,
1: 17,000th time, it's- I love Malcolm in it's the Middle. It's so good. It is Brian
0: like, Cranston, what the hell? All of mm-hmm. it is one of
1: the most well-written shows and one of the it's, best depictions of like lower middle class in America.
0: It's fantastic.
1: Love the way that anyway, it's so good. I love yeah. Malcolm in the Middle. Um, anyway, so that's when I like started really getting onto again, and so I was
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, one night I got really, really stoned and was watching Degrassi because I love watching Degrassi stoned, and I was like, I'm gonna make a fan Twitter. <laughs> 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 and so I made a fan Twitter for Degrassi and just like met other Degrassi people, and sometimes they'd want to talk to me like about the Israeli Palestinian conflict. And I'd be like, "That's probably from my, one of my other accounts. This is my <laughs> yeah. Degrassi account, and this is where I tweet about Degrassi glee and other such activities. Mm-hmm. I like Degrassi. What can I say?
0: Yeah, back to back to basics. Back to basics. Who are some of your favorite characters?
1: Oh boy, I have so many. Paige is one of my favorite.
0: That's my mom's name.
1: Oh, lovely. Paige Paige is sick as fuck. She calls everybody Han. She dresses, like, very Y2K batty. And, like, her best friend, Marco. And when Marco came out to her, she was like, Oh, that's totally okay, Han. My brother's gay. <laughs> and then her brother and Marco date for, like, a hot minute. Aww. But um, she's one of the only bisexual characters in the show. And, that's awesome. Um, cause, and she is, like, canonically bisexual. Like, she likes men, and she likes women. And I like that there is a character yeah. that is just bisexual and dates both men and women during the show.
0: That's awesome. That it sounds like the show has like a lot of diversity not only in but like it seems like it's telling a diverse amount of stories when it comes to like LGBTQ kind and of stuff. And especially
1: like she came out as bisexual. This was like the early 2000s.
0: Yeah, when bisexual people weren't they weren't, didn't really they didn't exist. exist. They're just slutty. Right. Like
1: I'm just a, actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's something like, I've gotten before. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, back on track. Um, so, favorite characters. You like Paige.
1: Oh, yeah, I like Paige. I liked Alex until she was mean. I liked Marco, which was Paige's gay best friend.
0: Oh, yeah. I like, the, the one li- who dates Paige's brother? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, and they break up because the brother decides that he wants to have an open relationship without telling Marco.
0: Oh, that's just cheating. cheating that's just cheating <laughs> that's yep. just cheating that is
1: literally yeah i have no respect for <laughs> cheaters
0: anyway neither do i um, um.
1: so i love and i loved jt because he was funny and some of the later seasons everybody because i have a degrassi stan twitter
0: uh, wait we have to talk about that we gotta circle back to that but <laughs> well, here's the
1: thing about stan twitter is i'm not super into it because they get like at each other a lot
0: oh yeah it's like a violent <laughs> discourse on there i
1: use it just to like tweet pictures and be like i loved him mm-hmm. and that's all the people i follow do the same thing and we just go i loved him
0: mm-hmm.
1: anyway there's this one character i really like called maya and i i more feel bad for her than anything because literally she goes to that school and her sister gets addicted to opioids.
0: oh no
1: because she has an older sister who is like really into soccer Mm-hmm. And her name is her name is Katie, and she's, like, she's a soccer player. That's mm-hmm. what she does. She'd been training for the Junior Olympics. Um, she had a boyfriend. She found out her boyfriend cheated on her while she was in the hospital, like, for in rehab because she had done something to her knee, like, fucked it up. Yeah. Beyond, like,
0: No, I know yeah. some soccer players who have, like, she's definitely, you just de- destroy was, your legs.
1: She kept playing on it and took her mom's narcotics because oh. her mom is paralyzed. So she was taking her mom's narcotics and, like, She got addicted to drugs. And so she had to go to rehab for a while. And then she found out her boyfriend cheated on her while she was in rehab. And then, oh my God, he had sex with her while they were still like, like, they like broke up and then they like had sex together.
0: (laughs) Had sex together. And they lost both of their virginities.
1: It was a whole thing. Anyway, her little sister was there for all of that. And then she meets this boy and she gets her first boyfriend. His name is Kian. And he's a hockey player from like, He's not from the States. He's just from maybe, like, another province of Canada because there's a few characters from, like, the States. Mm. And uh, they date for a while, but he's, like, he has depression and he has, like, homesickness. And you, like, sort of see his struggles with that. And they, like, kind of get into a few fights and they spend this one, like, really nice night together. And then he kills himself. And it's really sad. And two other people find him. So
0: that's the suicide plot line. It's actually
1: really well, like contrived and so like her her freshman year her boyfriend kills himself sophomore year (laughs) she's like things are gonna get better things will be better um her gay best friend just lost a ton of weight uh go him (laughs) he becomes a little fat phobic which i don't love yeah um but she meets this guy named tristan no no not tristan tristan's the gay best friend miles and miles is really rich sorry miles and tristan also date at some point miles is the second canonically bisexual character and he is
0: um, oh, I love us. I mean, I know there's like the stereotype that bisexual people are just. Sl- I'm a bisexual person. I love us. Sl- I love being slutty.
1: Yeah, he just. It's fun. Loves to kiss people. Anyway, yeah. him, uh, him and Maya sort of like date for a while, but he has like some controlling issues. And this boy that she sort of had a fling with after Cam died, she finds out he's like in a gang and.
0: Sh- oh my god.
1: So she does this music video with um with a girl. The, the mean girl Zoe who is who ends up being a lesbian and I told you about mm-hmm. earlier. She like does a music video for Maya that's a little sexy and then uh, posts it to the internet and then uses the video to mercilessly bully, harass, stalk Maya, whatever. Just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's giving like Regina George, but worse. Yeah. Um, And so they eventually, like, track down who it was, and they find out it's Zoe, and she and Zoe get in a fist fight. And so she has to, like, go, she has to, like, be in, it's called the Rubber Room, which is, like, a remedial room. Which I don't completely understand how it's remedial, because all of the people that she's friends with in the room are super smart. Zig's stupid, but the other two are really smart. Mm -hmm. And so um, Zig, like, hates her because she, like, moved on. And so he was like, I hate you. Also, I'm in a bunch of gangs, and I'm homeless. <laughs> and she's like, what? And so there's all this drama between her and Tristan and Zig, or her and Miles and Zig. But then there's also some issues with Tristan, because Tristan has an inappropriate relationship with his English teacher. Oh, God. And so he, she figures it out, because mm. he's like, her friend is sort of feeling more comfortable. He's like always talking about this guy. And she's like, are you boning, Mr. Yates? And he's like, oh. I mean, don't tell nobody. And then she, of course, tells an adult because that's. Shit. This That's isn't. Like, it's like a 25 year old man a 15 year old the, boy what's the
0: what's the show where a girl dates her teacher and it's like pretty little liars yeah yeah this isn't pretty little liars no. <laughs> and, and of course like, pervy adults accountable so tristan
1: didn't talk to her for like i think the rest of, i don't think they talk until like the end of the season they're mad at each other in my opinion i think tristan should apologize to Maya because Maya didn't do anything wrong besides protect him yeah and make sure that he wouldn't keep getting statutory raped. yeah honestly i am pro telling yeah i am pro tattletaling in this instance
0: absolutely so what i've learned so far is this show is absolutely bonkers so it's
1: a there's sh- I, and I haven't even like covered even like half the characters and I've, yeah it, it might feel like i've talked about a ton haven't even cracked the surface
0: jeez would you be able to count how many characters like total there even are that get like full storylines
1: if I could remember them all, because I'd be like, okay, so there's blah, blah blah blah, and I'd be like, yeah. Oh, but then there's blah blah, blah. and then there's blah blah, because there's some characters, who like they come on and they have like nothing. Yeah. And then they eventually have like really big storylines a few seasons later. Mm-hmm. Or there's some characters, who just disappear. They call it the Degrassi black hole. Yeah. And it's like these characters that are there and they're there for like a few seasons. There's this one, named like Shantae I think, and she Shantae she and Degrassi. For like six years, she she doesn't get her own like storyline till her like senior year, where she like basically she's the girl who runs the gossip blogs about the school, and that's like her only thing. Mm. And then eventually she like dates a guy um, that she likes, and that's like her only storyline. But the the thing about her is she was she's in there for like six seasons, which is a long time because they're only supposed to be there for like four. Yeah. And so. Back when DeGrassi was on YouTube, still, all the comments are like, "Why is she still here? Shouldn't she be graduated by now?" We were gonna <laughs> just be a background character
0: mm-hmm. forever. For forever. Yep. So, so it sounds like there are a lot of crazy plot lines yeah, in the show.
1: There's like a cancer plot line where one of the, one of them like goes through chemo, and then, and then as soon as she's out of chemo, her transgender best friend gets hit by a car. They also, they have a, they have a, they have a trans character named Adam, who is another one of my most, like, it's like this trio of, in the later seasons, and they're like, Eli, Claire, and Adam, they're like a best friend trio, I love them so much, Eli, dream emo boy, him and Claire. I love
0: an emo boy.
1: Are so melodramatic all the time <laughs> and I love them so much and Claire dates her stepbrother at one point oh, to, like gosh. get over Eli but her and Eli like always end up back together like they're magnets mm-hmm. anyway they have this best friend named Adam who's basically like the third wheel and they they do like talk about his dysphoria a lot mm-hmm. but they never like he always pulls he always pulls ladies, and I was like good you're realistic about it mm-hmm you're realistic about it because he is a cute dude and he Hell, would yeah. pull ladies in a real high school
0: so we got a cancer plot line a suicide plot line
1: i will say there's there's one plot line that makes me very happy because it's very kind um even though i kind of hate the other character but it's between adam and he has this relationship with a girl named becky and when becky moves you find out that Becky is from the Sunshine State of Florida, and her parents are raging homophobes. And so she and Adam, she doesn't know that Adam is trans. She just thinks Mm. Adam is a cis man. Um, And they, like, like each other and develop feelings for each other. And Adam's like, why? Like, I'm a boy. And she's like, but are you? And he's like, yes. And so she, like, talks to her parents about it. She's like, I really like this guy. I'm kind of in love with him. And so they send her to conversion therapy and she comes back from conversion therapy and like adam's like pissed at her because she's like you went to therapy just to like not be in love with me anymore yeah,
0: but that's and her she, parents sent her right. there like that's so she, not like, comes
1: up to me and she's like i gotta tell you conversion therapy didn't work because i'm not gay you're a boy yeah you're literally you're a and boy so it's basically they taught me to about like about boys you're a boy over like overcoming her own like prejudices and transphobia that's awesome and then treating adam like he is just a man like yeah. any other man
0: Because that's what he is, period.
1: And you want to know how he dies?
0: He dies? Yeah, he dies. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, you said... He (laughs) dies because
1: he gets into a van, and he drives, and he looks at a text from Becky, and it's
0: a treat. Come on, signal. Yes. Stay with me,
1: bars. coma for a few days and then he dies. Aww. And, and when he hits the tree and gets in a coma, it's while he's being a camp counselor at a camp. So he's, he, he steals the van to go find somewhere with reception because they're like in the middle of the mm-hmm. woods. Hits a tree and gets in a coma and all those mm-hmm. kids just have to be like, this dude I've been bonding with for a few weeks just died?
0: Oh my god. So, would you call the show, like, a comfort show to you?
1: Yeah, it would be. It's definitely, like, I don't watch it and go, man, this is stellar writing. <laughs> Look at the cinematography of this thing. Ah, oh, these actors really know what they're doing. I go, <laughs> this is fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is dumb. <laughs> I feel that. Sometimes you just need something to, like, turn on and, like, Exist. brain, turn your brain off. Just enjoy the
1: and it's also fun to hate weirdness. characters yeah. and like characters.
0: Um, oh, that's why I like love Vampire Diaries or Once Upon a Time because I hate that show so much. I already asked if you would call it a comfort show. Right, said, it is. Yes. It is definitely. Yeah.
1: Specifically when I'm stoned. Yeah. It's a good show to watch.
0: What's um, a quick blurb that you would tell someone who's on the fence about watching Degrassi and you really want them to watch Degrassi? What would you tell them?
1: Come on, we'll watch it once a week. We'll, we'll we'll bring it together. We'll get it up. Like, we could talk about all the characters that we like and that we don't like. But in all seriousness, I would be like, Degrassi is just, like, a fun, goofy show where you can, like, get attached to characters and then also just, like, not have to think too hard. You just get to enjoy, you know, it's not, like, Barry. Like, Barry is a great show. Barry's so good. But you gotta pay attention. But you have to
0: watch it, yeah.
1: Yeah, Degrassi, you just put it on. You gotta go make some popcorn. Okay, that's fine. You can leave the room for a little bit. Yeah. You come back, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Or they'll just be like, I can't believe you slept with me earlier. What? <laughs> Even though they just showed it, like, two minutes ago.
0: <laughs> nice. On a scale of 1 to 10, in how good Degrassi is, what is it?
1: In a 1,000 in my heart. Nice. Or like, a 7 in real life. Seven
0: in real life. Yeah. Like, it's
1: pretty solid. They got some good representation, but it's not perfect.
0: Do you find yourself identifying with the show at all? I know. <laughs> you said earlier there was some, like, realistic high school plot lines. So
1: I like Paige just because I related to the figuring out your bisexual in high school part. Yeah. Because uh,
0: that's when I figured out I was
1: bisexual. There's, like, one character who, like, meets... I don't know why I related to this so hard, but she meets this boy, and she has a huge crush on him, and she's he's like, I can't marry anybody. Or I can't date anybody who's not in the church, so she gets baptized for him oh my because she God. wants to date him. And I'm like, oh, that hit. I would have done that at 15. Yeah. I mean, I'm already baptized, but I would have done something <laughs> like that at 15. Who wouldn't? It's a good show. It's a, it's fun a show. good show. Yeah. And I relate.
0: Good LGBTQ plus representation. There,
1: there's more than most. Some. And it's not as like fetishized as a lot yeah. of T shows are. Yeah. That's it. good. Well, Miranda, it was great to talk to you today.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Miranda, it was great to talk to you it today. It was great
1: to talk to you too, Caroline. Thank you for letting the info dump on you for an hour and a half.
0: No out. problem. Thank you so much for sharing about Degrassi. Thank you
1: for letting me share about Degrassi. I was literally looking forward to this all week. I was like, Absolutely. hopefully I have enough to talk about. I did.
0: Well, it sounds like a like endless fount. Of it is an
1: endless. <laughs> there's, there's characters that I love I haven't even covered yet with you.
0: Yeah, well.
1: I gotta just make you watch it.
0: Alright, um, oh, real quick, is there anything you want to plug? I have a song,
1: it's called My Bald Dad That God Made, you can find it on YouTube, under Miranda Freaking Hunter, look up Miranda Freaking Hunter, My Bald Dad That God Made, and it will be the first thing that pops up, uh, and that's my song right now.
0: Um, where can our viewers watch Degrassi?
1: HBO Max, it's, uh, it, it's, the first 14 seasons are on HBO Max, the last few are on Netflix, and I think... They're still working on it, an HBO reboot of Degrassi, but I still haven't gotten my email that says, please be our head writer, so maybe it's not happening. Yeah,
0: I don't know, that would be weird if they did it without you. No, I feel feel like that would be super
1: mean, like, to exclude me from the Degrassi
0: like they should know they should be they, listening to this they should know and knowing that you're the head writer for I Degrassi what her. would oh if you had a Degrassi spinoff what would it be called Degrassi colon
1: Degrassi colon get we ball
0: <laughs> thank you all so much for listening big thank you to Miranda Thank you Miranda freaking me. hunter y'all yes check her out on her social. All right, y'all, I hope you enjoyed it. A big, big thank you to Miranda for joining me today and sharing her love for this insane Canadian children's programming. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did and learned as much as I did. As I mentioned at the beginning, we talked about Degrassi for an hour and a half. So if you would like to learn more about it, you can follow me on Instagram at Cara.Hara, C-A-R-A dot H-A-R-A. And you can follow Miranda at MirandaFreakingHunter underscore. Please let me know if you enjoyed today's episode, as well as if there's anything else you would like to hear discussed. And if you liked the music used in the intro and outro, you can find it on SoundCloud under Charlotte Harrider. She's a great little sister and an even better music producer. Give her a follow. Thank you all so much for listening. Really means a lot. I'm so excited for this podcast to be started. And we have so many more incredibly interesting special interests to go on and on about.